All right, third hour of the morning show is underway, 8-12 on a Friday, as he does each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Neil Atkins joins us during the 8 o'clock hour. Good morning, Neil. Dave Strandberg, good morning to you. It's good to see you over there. Yeah. A floral bouquet shirt on. And yeah. Well, the weather is go- weather's going to be heating up, so it's you, time to break out the Hawaiian shirts. You've got your Hawaiian shirts on, and I yeah. wore one the other day. Did you? And neither of you guys had one. Well, of course, see, it wasn't was that hot the other day. Yeah, yeah. So Could there we were one. Yeah. Well, what, whatever happens, you know. It's, I've got a couple of them. I've got one I bought in Hawaii. It's not as florally as yours. Mm. And I've got one that I uh, got at uh, Mainstream. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, they sure, have, sure. They, they used to have, uh, no, no, that's Columbia. Other guy across the street. Yeah, down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. And they, they uh, used to have some really good items every once in a while. Every spring they'd have a... Uh, Different colorful shirts, and I know I was over at Columbia the other day, and they've got some good stuff in there too. Yep. And um, so, uh, different, you know. Generally, guys can't wear colorful things like women do. Really? But we get by. I don't know. Look at David. But I. we get by with Hawaiian shirts. Well, yeah. It works out. It works good out. Point. It, good it's, point. That's the point. Yep. And uh, unless, of course, you're um, dressing uh, unusually. This I bought in Hawaii. Mm. Hawaii, on, an uh, actual Hawaiian shirt. It truly is. I think even the label says yeah, very right. expensive Hawaiian shirt. Oh yeah. But look how big it was. Oh, I oh, remember you had some was, weight to you. I was that. a Tusker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is my picture still up a, over there? There's a picture over there mm-hmm. with uh, yeah. you. You'd been fattened up a little yeah. bit. Two forty. Two forty. Really? Yeah. I've gone just the opposite from Rick. I used to be skinny, and now I'm putting on weight putting on like crazy. Weight, huh? So I'd say, uh, yeah, I'll take all your old shirts, Rick, and you can have mine. <laughs> It'll probably work out just <laughs> about right. Work. Oh yeah. yes, yes. All right. But you know that's uh, that's colorful. Now we've got a brewer's man that just came in here. So no, do wear a brewer's deck- shirt from head to toe. Yep. Cap, hat, shirt backwards. Backwards, of course, so we can see the brewers on it. It's because they win more than the Twins. Well, he doesn't need any shade indoors here. Now, you got your ball cap on with the shade over it, but you're inside. So what's going on with that? But you've got a good brewer's hat there. It doesn't have the little hole in the back like uh, most ball caps. It's completely, for uh, Bruce here, completely around there. You're a scholarly guy. Hang on, Bruce. We'll we'll get to you. (laughs) Yeah, we have sports. You know what that means here? What does that mean? Artemis. Artemis. Artemis, yes. For (laughs) $64,000, what's the Artemis project? Don't know. Good. Because I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> this is to put uh, man on Mars. Oh, the Mars show. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Was I'll... that the one-way trip where all, all kinds of people <laughs> signed up for it? No, hopefully it's round right. trip. Okay. Well, you've okay, got the hat, go. All right. What's shaking um, on sports time? Bruce then? is here, and it's time to look at sports. I get to talk now? Yep. <laughs> Not that I mind. I'll wait. It's all good. Uh, Twins and White Sox this weekend at Target Field. Uh, game one tonight at 7 o'clock. Joe Ryan versus Lance Lynn. They'll play tomorrow at 6. Sonny Gray versus Dylan Cease. And then Sunday at 1, Bailey Ober versus Lucas Giolito. All the games here on KDAL. Half hour before for the pregame, except Sunday is one hour before for Inside Twins. And then the pregame show at 12.30. Brewers and Atlanta. At AmFam Field this weekend, Atlanta baseball's best team. What's that record now? My goodness, they've been uh, just scorching hot. I thought Tampa Bay was doing well, but sixty-two and thirty-three. Atlanta's even better, eh? 
Atlanta is, uh, yeah, Tampa's fallen out of first place in the ALE. Really? Baltimore oh, beat them last my. night and passed them the division. Uh-oh. Rays have lost uh, five in a row and All right. a scant 20 games over 500. The Brewers, by the way, 11 over 500. That is the high watermark so far this yep. year for them. 20-9 and nine since June 14th. Yep. Which is pretty good, I think. They're putting it together, but hopefully, at the right time. Atlanta's playing at a whole different level as of yeah. late. Freddie Peralta versus Michael Soroka tonight. Adrian Hauser versus TBD tomorrow. Julio Tehran versus Bryce Elder on Sunday at 1. The Brewers do avoid Atlanta star right-hander Spencer Strider, who struck out like 3 million hitters yesterday. <laughs> okay. Who's the, it felt like that many. Yeah. It probably wasn't. That would be a record. I think we would have heard about it. But yeah, yeah. It felt like every other, every other time I was looking, he had another strikeout. As he was tremendous again yesterday. Lynx home to face Vegas tomorrow. The defending champs, 2 o'clock at Target Center. Vikings rookies report to the TCO Center in Egan for training camp Sunday. One of the rookies was in a big hurry to get there, apparently. <laughs> uh, rookie receiver Jordan Addison Gee. cited for speeding and reckless driving, going 140 and a 55 early 140? yesterday morning mm-hmm. in uh, Downtown St. Paul. He had a vehicle they, could actually would they do that. that. Would they find him? I didn't say they said the release of the, from the state patrol says the investigation remains open, mm-hmm. and they can technically, I think they can nick him for more than just reckless driving and speeding. Once you're going, going that fast, yeah, yeah. over a hundred. Uh, I see people getting tickets for a hundred out there, and they're fined about a hundred bucks. But well, at least there's some. Uh, I think extra fast. I think yeah. they can Excessive speed. speeding, I think, yeah, but I don't know what the threshold is. I yeah. think he hit it, though, going 140 and a 55. Whatever the threshold is. <laughs> where does your, uh, do you know where your speedometer on your vehicle, how far How far does it go up to? You know? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I think Why? it's like 120, but maybe one, never, maybe I don't know one thirty, one forty, that. Somewhere there? I don't know. Yeah, mine goes up to 150. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a BMW. I would, re- I I would recommend not going that fast, though. No, no. please. And my the truck that I've got, it's a it's a Ram uh, Dodge Hemi. Yeah. Laredo. Laredo. Uh, that goes up to 120, but I know darn well that vehicle, if you wanted to, could go well, faster I than suppose, that. But, but I can't. When you look at it, you know, I remember a couple years ago that guy was driving a, I think it was a hepta, hopped up uh, modern Camaro, like 600 horsepower going up the shore. Mm-hmm. He was going like 120, 130. Yeah. yeah. And when I drive up 61, all the deer going across there oh, boy. and cross traffic, there's yeah. no way in heck I go that fast. No. Well, you shouldn't anyway. Well, um, no, I know. American Brian Harmon shoots a 65 in round two of the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool in England. He has a lead right now by five shots, but a bunch of golfers yet to get on the course today. Women's World Cup, USA versus Vietnam opening match for the two-time champion Americans, 8 p.m. tonight in New Zealand. Bruceski show at uh, 10 o'clock. What's happening this morning, Bruce? We will preview Green Bay Packers training camp today. Ooh. Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast will talk about the Jordan Love experience, what to expect there, and you've got a reasonable expectations for the team in general going into 2023. All right, sounds good. 819 now at KDAL. We shall return. Tony Bennett. Yes, indeed. Tony Bennett dying at the age of 96 this morning in New York. He lived long and prospered. He certainly did. Uh, Quite a career that began, I'm trying to think, 1949, I think, is when he uh, started out. 1950 is when he signed with Columbia Records. 
uh, because of you, his first big hit. Uh, this one, I Want to Be Around, also in that era. Rags to Riches, Stranger in Paradise. Of course, his signature song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, he was right up there with Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. He came after them, but mm-hmm. uh, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and... Uh, and like uh, Perry Como. <laughs> the thing is, days. he kind of made a comeback recently. He did with he, Lady Gaga. With Lady Gaga. And he, uh, I guess he was doing a lot of concerts and things, too, before that. He's won 20 Grammys over the years. 20, including a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Won a couple of Emmy Awards, too. He was a veteran. Served in uh, the infantry during World War II. Uh, also an accomplished painter, apparently. So I imagine his uh, paintings will go up in value now. I'm sure they, that's the that's yeah. the interesting thing we were talking about that the other day is yeah. um, you know if the, the legacy the the well actually he made it big right but some of the famous uh, artists and painters oh sure in the past don't get lived in abject poverty when they <laughs> right. were painting and then all yeah. of a sudden they they die and wow. they become apparently he in the last year and a half or so two mm. years was diagnosed with dementia and apparently right. it uh, morphed into Alzheimer's. The uh, He was performing up until, I think, a couple of years ago. Right. was the last time I saw him with Lady Gaga. And, of course, he was ma- a guy that was meticulously dressed. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's an old-style crooner. Yeah. And all that jazz. <laughs> and he'd come right. out there and... He would have made my friend John Moen, who used to work with <laughs> Allen Falls, on here proud. Wow. Yeah, so. well, that's too bad. But I guess, uh, well, we all have to go. 96 is a long time for uh, for somebody to hang in there. So yeah, good it is. It's, uh, it's a good deal. So good, a good guy. Good guy, I guess. He was a great, uh, personally a good man, too, I guess. So I hear. That well, big Rick old... Jordan said that he knew his wife. His wife knew Tony Bennett. Really? Yeah, he was talking about it uh well, Apparently, uh, Bennett played a concert here in town, <laughs> and and we well we should have Rick recap the I story, suppose. but he's wandering aimlessly here. He'll be here. in the next hour if we don't get to the him, story before that. Uh, yeah, have him tell the story. Okay. I don't want to spoil it yeah. for him. So, but uh, uh, big old Essentia Health St. Mary's Medical Center building that we can see out our window will have a open house today. Yep, they can go there. People can go. So if you want to check, check out the out. inside and not actually be sick and want <laughs> having to be there, you can check it out healthy. I you guess. Can go in there. You don't have to be a patient. <laughs> right. Just wander the halls aimlessly and see yeah. the artwork and everything else. Kind of squeeze done. in between the uh, the protesters, or I should say, the uh, picketers. Well, they've got a bunch of nurses. Nurses Association is going to do an informational picket, but obviously they're not taking time off their nursing duties. No. No. uh, It's just informational. They're not happy with the staffing situation, apparently. Apparently there's staffing issues and pay issues and all that sort of thing. But But quite a building, from what I can see, is pretty amazing. Uh, A couple of TV stations did a thing from the... Garden on the rooftop. Yeah, I saw the aerial view of it. They do. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Of course, you got the helicopter landing pad up there as well. Well, you know, they build these things, and when mm-hmm. I, I have any type of a procedure through them or wherever yeah. else, and I look at what the uh, the retail cost is, I can understand why they can build a nine hundred million dollar building. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. And so over, you know, it's the poor people that don't have any insurance are the people that can afford to pay the full deal. Well, yeah, pretty tough for them to pay it either, even though it's a reduced price, but the insurance companies <laughs> certainly uh, Well, the insurance get, companies get all of us. When you look at yeah. what you pay monthly for the insurance and mm-hmm. it all adds up, you've got millions and millions of people yeah. 
paying into the <coughs> excuse me the pools. So right. say uh, next week we're going to have uh, one of our city council candidates on with us oh, next really? Wednesday. Uh, right. Ashley's going to be back. Okay. Castellato and uh, find out how her campaign's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara Swenson from out in the fourth district who's running. Uh, going to come back on board uh, one of these days before the primary. Yeah, we're getting close to the primary. It's in August, right? It is, yeah. August 8th. Okay. And again, the uh, for those of you that are s- supporting a candidate out there, if right. get the word out, we'd, we'd love to have any of the people running uh, come on yeah. board to the show here. They can either call in or, or come into the studio and yap up a storm on, on oh. who they are. Now, we've, uh, and what we've their, had uh, the... What their opinions are on certain things? Yeah, the, the, the big race... In the general election, and of course the primary here, is the mayor's race, and right. you've got we've had the mayor on board. Uh, her main opponent appears is uh, mm-hmm. Roger Reinert, who used to be on the city council, was a state senator for a while. But there's also three other candidates that nobody talks about, <laughs> and we'd like to hear yeah, about them. There you go. You've got Julie Mead, Jesse Peterson, and Roger Sheave, mm-hmm. and uh, those are three of the candidates that are running for mayor, and. Uh, It'd be nice to know a little bit about them, too. It seems like all the focus is on Larson and Reinert because both of them have been elected before mm-hmm. or currently. And uh, there's a big um, uh, viewpoint in the uh, uh, Duluth News Tribune talking about Reinert and Larson, obviously, should be the two that go forward into the general election. Right. And uh, and there's no comment on the other three candidates, and we'd like to hear from them. and. And some of the city council candidates out there we haven't heard from. All right. So maybe we will. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Happens. It's uh, 828 and we'll be back. we got to take another break. It's the morning show on KDAL. Hey, a little rock and roll this morning with Little Richard. Little Richard. And uh, Long Tall Sally. He's quite the shaker mover of that. (laughs) Quite a character, too. Uh, They are giving more hot weather in Phoenix, Arizona. This is unbelievable, some of the records they're setting in uh, Phoenix. National Weather Service says the temperature at the Sky Harbor International Airport in Phoenix yesterday reached 119. That was the second straight day they hit 119. Uh, beating the old record by 5 degrees. Also the fourth straight day of hitting at least 115 or higher, and the seventh time overall that they've reached 119 degrees. Earlier in the day, Phoenix tied its record of consecutive days with low temperatures above 90. I mean, the lowest it gets at night is 90 degrees. Uh, It's now 11 straight days that they've been at 90 or above for the overnight lows. Forecast shows Phoenix breaking that record uh, this morning and extending its record-breaking streak of days at or above 110 degrees, too. Oh. There are reports of people baking bread in mailboxes in Phoenix. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. I know <laughs> uh, people have said when it Frying gets... eggs on the sidewalk. Yeah, fried eggs on the sidewalk. I've seen that one. And, of course, up here... When it's yeah. uh, 30, 40 below, you can take a bucket of warm hot water and throw it in the <laughs> air, right. and it immediately freezes. <laughs> there so. you go. We all got our little uh, weather uh, issues. Either way, do. it's uh, Next it's a week, tough one. by the way, Neil, could see 90 degrees. That's by right here. Next it's going so. to get warm. We'll get our share of a little heat up here in the Northland. Well, apparently this weekend is supposed to be in the 80s. And uh, yeah. uh, by the way, we've got the Festival by the Lake this That's happening tomorrow, all day right? tomorrow. And we're going to be down there with uh, a Working mm-hmm. with Stokies down there and their food operation Ooh, for the nice. Viking ship, and You'll they're be a helping well us too. Then, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're helping us down there. Um, Good, do a little bit of fundraising. Uh, uh, 
invited us to be a mm -hmm. part of their booth down there and work with them. And uh, we're gonna we, we've got the lefsa. Okay. So we got we've got uh, <laughs> lots of potato lefsa down there. So All we'll right. have the the nice cinnamon and sugar <laughs> and butter roll ups, and we wow. have a, actually a a veggie lefsa wrap where we put cream cheese, mm -hmm. spinach. A little bit of mild salsa for you Scandinavians that can't take yes, anything hot, okay? Good, yes. uh, sprinkled onions, okay. a little cheddar wrapped wow. up and served. And it's a really that good... That sounds actually pretty good. Good vegan sandwich for those that You're don't want You're making me meats. hungry, Neil. I know. And then we'll have some hot dogs, Polish, and brats. Uh, for those of you that can't of, eat meat. <laughs> uh, courtesy of uh, Stokey's there, good too. Deal. So, but it's sort of be a fun event. Apparently, Tracy Lundin and his crew has got music all day long, and there's mm -hmm. tons of vendors down there, yep. arts and crafts, and... Other food vendors, so it should be a good, good event. Let's uh, head to the phones. We got a phone call. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning, Corey from the Range. It's Corey. Corey, morning. the Ranger. What's going on up there? Well, this is not unprecedented heat or record-breaking heat that they're having in the South. It's happened before. It'll happen again. Mm -hmm. It's another push for this good old climate change, as they talk about, but neither here nor there. They just run it through the media cycle. Hey, it's just hot down there. It's, we're not exaggerating by any means. Can you imagine, you know, Corey, I think about watching uh, John Wayne and the crew riding off into the dust in Arizona <laughs> in, a, in, a, in broad daylight yeah. with their hats on. You're thinking, and it was 110 degrees then. I don't right. think too many cowboys were poking around on the on the range in 110-degree weather back then. I think they were probably doing it at night. Yeah, there was no air conditioning on the horse. No. no. But but it's just weather that we have seen before. I mean, there's a reason that it's dry and arid down there because mm. it is that type of a climate. But keep pushing it through this media cycle. But what can we say about that? It's pretty interesting that up on Capitol Hill we had uh, two so-called whistleblowers up there with a lot of information, and you don't hear a lot about it in the media. All you're hearing about is that Trump was brought up on additional charges. Well, it's all about getting Trump, that's for sure. And uh, they're they're giving a pass to Joe Biden and his son, and that's just how it is. I you know I'll tell you, it's perplexing the risk that these two whistleblowers have taken in their careers coming forward because of their aghast at how things went. I would suspect right. that there may be more that come forward also, but uh, it seems like it, it, it just seems like things are set. The stage is set there, Corey. If the shoe was on the other foot, and this would have been concerning uh, President Trump, there would have been lynchings publicly, but it's all been pushed under the carpet through the DOJ and the Justice Department. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre watching this yeah. unfold. And, uh, you know, there's been other administrations that have gotten it uh, between both eyes, too. But for some reason, uh, this is, you know, hands off, hands off, hands off, no matter what. Yeah. So, But I did hear that um, Joe Biden is going to do a debate. Who's he debating? Well, he's going to, just to make it fair, he's going to debate Baron Trump, but he's trilingual, so I think he's going to walk circles around him. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call. we got another call to get to here real quick. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Cheryl, and I'm wondering if Neil, tomorrow at the festival, can make Lefsa in front of us and we can have fresh Lefsa. We will. We have packaged lefsa from Mrs. Olson, Cheryl. Well, you know what? I think the real stuff that you can make is much better. Why don't you try it, Neil? Have a good day. All right. Thanks, Cheryl. Bye.
Well, we've Boy, uh, we, I know people that have there. their uh, little lefts uh, yeah. irons there that they go and make it up okay. at some of the other events, but huh. uh, we won't be making it All right. fresh down there. I'm sorry. Uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was baked on Monday. Okay. Oh, that's Mrs. pretty fresh, And they just yeah. uh, delivered it to us uh, the other day. So there Lefsa you go. doesn't get old. We rolled it up that's last it. night. We we sampled it last night. A bunch of the volunteers came out to the house, and we rolled up mm-hmm. some sugar, cinnamon, butter, Lefsa, <laughs> and it was so tasty. It was unbelievable. All right. Last Lefsa I had was up at the Ulacaca Festival at Ferns River, or whatever that is. Oh. You brought your boat up there. Yeah. The Eula Bean. Eulabean. Eulacaca is something that you eat. Eulabean is <laughs> the festival. Okay. <laughs> Who are you, Mr. Know-it-all? I'm sorry. Well, Rick is here now so we can find out about this Tony Bennett story that your oh, wife... Oh, uh, I didn't know you were waiting on me. Well, well we, we were talking about you. We talked about you, oh, but sorry. we didn't, didn't want to have. give it away. We thought you could tell <clears> the story. I've been walking around the building telling everybody about <laughs> the... So about 15 years ago, Steve Greenfield, always a friend of uh, KDAL, had a fundraiser plan for... Diabetes. Okay, yeah. And uh, he, they contracted with Tony Bennett to be the entertainment. People would come and buy tickets. Tony donated most of his fees to... The Diabetes Foundation. But he got sick. Got real bad cold, couldn't come. So uh, six months later, he's finally here. At the arena, that, that nice little stage off to the right there. and I'm the MC. And my wife goes with me to carry my baggage, steer me to the left. Steer you to the right place, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're all backstage. Hi, how are you? I'm Tony Bennett. Oh, glad to meet you. This is my wife, Nancy. Hey, Nancy. So then I get hooked up with his manager, and we're talking about the concert and the format, what we do on the stage with the microphone. And we're looking at the clock. Pretty soon it's... 30 seconds from showtime, no Tony mm. Bennett. Oh, no. 10 minutes late, no Tony Bennett. Half hour <laughs> late or so. Then the, my wife and he comes strolling in the back door oh, of the arena, the loading dock. And, uh-oh, the tongues were wagging. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Where'd they do? Go out for coffee or what? Pretty much. They just went for a walk <laughs> from the arena. She gave walked. him the grand tour. She oh, did across the bridge walk, yeah. to uh, Park Point, and the bridge went up for another oh, 15 minutes, boy. and then took it back. So <laughs> They got bridged. Yeah, They well, did. Yep. By foot. Foot bridged. Well, thankfully, back in time to at least put on the show. Right? And he was absolutely right. wonderful. She said uh, he was so nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, your wife uh, has, a, has a way with other people, you know? I wish she would. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. be nice. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> 840 she KDAL. <laughs> we'll be right back. Now, Dave Strandberg, Neil Atkins. Back to the KDAL Morning Show. Ever seen Kiss in concert? No, I have not. Well, this is Kiss. Did you guys? Uh, you guys a big note? Neither one of you? I have. Yeah. yeah. Were they uh, good performance? The mm-hmm. Good, good deal. 
quite a deal, yeah. quite a show. So, that was back in the early days of Kiss. It was mostly pyrotechnics yeah. on stage and lots of fire. And oh, yeah. Crazy time. So it was a lot of fun. Drugs were down there for that? <laughs> no, probably not. I'm a Queen fan. Oh, okay. I really like Queen. I have not seen Queen in concert. Yep. Well, I'm kind of like uh, like Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, and Ooh, The Doors were good. kind of a couple Very of my nice. favorite groups. Ooh, that's nosebleed rock and roll. <laughs> Pink Floyd. Of course, I told you guys that Pink I met Floyd. a couple of the guys in Pink Floyd. Right, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh, say, I got to ask you guys. Was it now. Pink or Floyd that you met? Uh, two of the guys. Oh, okay. oh I saw that. Pink Floyd in New Orleans by accident. <laughs> this was in Moscow when they were playing a concert in Moscow wow. in 1989. Yeah. We what were, were you doing there? We were, I was there Commie. on behalf of the city of Duluth, negotiating with the Russians. Mm-hmm. Really? Our sister, uh, our sister, sister city. city. We oh. had a there was a uh, international sister city I conference in, in Russia. Yeah, and actually it was in Tashkent, Uzbekistan. We yeah. went all the way into Asia there to Uzbekistan. But when we uh, were back in Moscow, uh, <clears throat> my buddy John he used to be the chief uh, photographer for for Channel Ten. Unfortunately, he passed away a year or so ago, and uh, we were hanging out at uh, at one of the bars in the hotel. And it was more of a modern hotel in mm-hmm. Russian standards. Had electricity. Had electricity. <laughs> and uh, there's these two guys sitting behind us with long hair, and we're talking. They go, "Oh, you guys speaking? Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you guys here for?" And we said, "We're here for this." And you guys, "Oh, we're here for a concert, really? Yeah. Yeah. We we play with. Uh, we're in Pink Floyd, and uh, the concert yeah, was there. Right. Cool. So we uh, they sat around. We had a couple, and we went found another pub to go to and we sat around all night long and had a grand old time yeah did he give you they tickets give to tickets? the show no then? i never even asked for it the oh. next day we had to fly out and oh, uh, we couldn't stick around and i didn't have a camera with me didn't even think of getting an autograph yeah, see he's not a uh, real media guy yeah no. Randy. well those are back in the days when nobody had the cell phones right no cell phones. first we no. asked for tickets. well we had cell phones but we didn't have the picture phones that we had oh i see okay. so you know speaking Flip so phones. i'm over there and i have my passport of course and uh, when we used to go to Russia, they would collect your passport and keep it. Mm. And then when you left, they give it to you the day you leave. Okay. So you're in the country. So hotel is keeping it? No, no, no. You're the, the, your handlers. There would be a handler through Interest okay. that would uh, collect your passport. Yeah. And then and then they give it back to you. So now so you're they basically walk- keep an eye on you the whole time. Oh, they got you. They, yeah, got, they you. got you. They got you no matter what. And, of course, today you don't even want to step near mm-hmm. Russia because uh, yeah. almost any American is getting arrested for oh, trumped-up yeah. charges. But uh, so anyway, I had my passport. And, you know, I, I quit my international travel in the uh, mid-'90s. And all of a sudden, when the whole deal came up, because to go to Canada or Mexico, you either have to have your enhanced ID mm-hmm. or your passport. So I looked mm-hmm. at my passport. I said, well, it's got to be renewed, and it's been out, out of date. So I go down, and I think then I spent 90-some bucks, and I spent extra because you got to go and get a new picture taken. Yep. Yep. And then you give them your passport, and you pay extra if you want it back because I wanted my old passport back. Because it had all the stamps on it yeah. on the international places that oh, I'd been. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And what was really funny Memory about card. what was funny about the Russians is they would not stamp your passport. You're kidding. So you couldn't prove that you were in Russia. There's, it was uh, really bizarre. There's other countries that, that won't won't too. do it. So uh, so anyway, so I'm looking at so I, I look at that. It's it's expired. So then I go and apply for it and I get mine back. So I've got my passport. So I went and looked at it the other day, and I go, holy smokes, it's expired again, because this is like over 10 years ago. Every 10 years, you got to renew it. So I was uh, looking at 
uh, a news report, and they're talking it's like a 13-week delay Uh-oh. in getting your passports. Now, the processing is so bad. And then I just happened to see a post of a, <laughs> a, a friend of mine said, uh, it's interesting. I have to pay $200 to get my passport renewed so I can leave the country. But there's all these people that don't need a passport to get into the country. Oh, yeah. And then everybody's going, hooray, hooray, hooray. <laughs> and everybody's talking the illegals Interesting. coming. So, plus, it's a 13-week delay if you want to go by the legit way mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in trying to get your uh, passport renewed. So. Huh. So anyway, I've got an expired passport. I guess I can't go to Canada now. Well, we're taking a cruise in the spring. All right. My wife and I. Where are you going? Not Dave and I. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, out of Florida through the Panama Canal. Oh, and wow. And then zip, come back the same direction. Do you need a passport for that? Yeah, because we'll be stopping at Belize and a couple of are other your, countries. Are uh, your credentials up to date? Uh, Better check. Uh, maybe. Better check. You better uh, apply now. You got 13 now. weeks. <laughs> yeah, you got, you, got, you got a half a year to get it uh, back. So. Better check that one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you probably didn't notice my face cringe when you mentioned uh-huh. kept your passport. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you don't want to go in there and show well, your passport, and they go, Your passport is expired. Oh, boy. Come with me, American. <laughs> All uh-huh. right. We're going to take another break. You sound like Sergeant Schultz. Yeah, I think I'd, uh, I all of a sudden nothing. we went from Russia to Germany in just a couple of steps. Here on KDAL, we'll be back and we'll check the weather forecast, too. Kalskis from Northern News Now. Your forecast for your day here on this Friday. We're looking at good amount of sunshine out there. Temperatures in the upper 70s and 80s. There is the opportunity for a few brief passing showers and thunderstorms through the afternoon and the evening hours today. Tonight, temperatures fall back into the 50s. And for our day on Saturday, talking about a good amount of sunshine to start. Increasing chances for showers and thunderstorms through the afternoon and evening hours with temperatures in the low to mid 80s. With Northern News Now, I'm Peter Kalskis for 610 AM and FM 103.9 KDIL. Looking ahead to Sunday, mostly sunny. It'll be in the low 80s on Sunday. Sunshine Monday, again, low 80s. Looks like uh, mid-80s for Tuesday. And then by Wednesday with mostly sunny skies and a chance for showers in the afternoon. Hot and maybe humid with highs up around 90 degrees on Wednesday. Next week uh, would be a day that you'd want to kind of float around on the lake. There you go. We'll see if we have a lake wind develop or something. That might cool things off by the lake, but you never know. Uh, Could be hot here, too. Hey. Pardon me? We always have a lake breeze. Well, it seems Depending on which side of the lake you're on, uh, I'm on, she's on. (laughs) All right. Well, we pay with credit cards. Yep. You can also pay with your phone now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Amazon is going to let shoppers pay with the palm of their hands. That makes so you sense. Have a little chip at, in your uh, hand. I don't know. It'll be at Whole Foods stores by the end of the year. They have a biometric technology that allows users to pay for items at stores by just placing their palm over a scanning device. Fingerprints? Well, it'd be like uh, palm prints, I yeah, would imagine. Uh, so after they sign it up, and all they got to do is uh, wave your hand over a kiosk, and you will have the money taken out of your check. I can hardly <laughs> wait. I can hardly wait to see how that goes with the oh, passed my. out uh, guy and the buddies bringing him in. <laughs> Buy the stuff. There you go, George. There you go, yeah. Buy it all. On the house. What? I got this bill. Three thousand <laughs> bucks. What happened? That was yeah. quite a drug you were on, pal. Yeah, uh, keep a close eye on your hand, one. I guess. That's going to be pretty <laughs> necessary. Over Wasn't here. there a movie about the hand? Uh, oh, 
Oh, yeah. Something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. Was a, yeah, that was kind of spooky. Yeah. Uh, Wall Street is opening. Low. Up. Nope. Up, up, up. It away. is up. It's higher oh, today. Dow, uh, Dow Jones is on track to extend its winning streak to a tenth straight day. I didn't Ooh. realize that. Uh, Buy a new car. Wow. At the opening <laughs> bell, all the major indices trading higher this morning. So, Well, that's good. Good news. Say there's uh, the city council ordinance that's coming up for yeah. a couple of reads that would be dealing with the whole marijuana issue. Here. And where you can smoke it. And yes. where you can and can't smoke mm-hmm. it. And it has been brought to my attention that, uh, so what the uh, city's going to try to do is uh, uh, ban you being able to smoke weed mm-hmm. out on the streets and public places, public parks on the street, in front of the technology center or, or in front of the city hall. You can't. Right. you got to do it in your own privacy as you'd be mm-hmm. drinking liquor. It's going to be smoking for that matter. Most places won't let you smoke you can't cigarettes smoke. either. You can't. Right. So here's the deal. Remember when they had the big smoking ban, and we had all these activists in town going nuts on the smoking ban, yeah. and uh, c- cigarettes are so bad for you, which they are. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with that. But they, uh, uh, in that whole deal, there were a whole bunch of restaurants in town that that had a, a good crowd of people that would come in for their coffee and whatever, that, and they right. have a smoking section. And, right. and some of these restaurants failed during that whole period of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, But now you don't hear a peep from the American Lung Association or the other advocacy groups with the legalization of marijuana and inhaling this noxious <laughs> smoke into yeah. your lungs. Wow. And and now you have to have cities that ban it in public places as they have with regular smoking. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't hear anything from the medical community, and I challenge those listening out there to tell us, because I've talked to medical professionals who are very, very negative on the legalization of marijuana. Uh, but the point of the matter is, what does it do to your lungs when you inhale it? And I know there's the gummies and the infused deals and the brownies and cookies and yeah, all that jazz. Better ways maybe than smoking. But So the point that was made to me as I came in today is, uh, so, if uh, you have a spent roach, that is uh, the part of a marijuana cigarette, as one would say, for those of you that are oh, not adept to it. I don't know. Where do you throw it? And he said... Well, you know, you've got these receptacles all over the community to people for people to put in their spent needles for shooting up heroin. Uh, Can I put my roach in there? And he goes, wait a minute. Why are they coming after the marijuana people when they wink, wink, nod, nod, and allow people to dispose of their dirty needles in these receptacles and accepting the fact that they're doing illegal drugs on the street and everywhere else. In fact, it was made a point to me that apparently, uh, according to new legislation, the uh, drug paraphernalia is uh, something that you are not using at the time. Now, the person that mentioned it to me, if you had a syringe with heroin in it and you had not injected it, allegedly that's considered drug paraphernalia now. Yeah. But that's an illegal substance in that syringe. Mm-hmm. So that should be an enforceable issue, not a dodge to dodge away from it. And he was making the point that he had talked to somebody in the police department saying that yeah. when the law goes in effect, it's considered drug paraphernalia and it's not illegal. But the substance in that syringe 
is illegal to possess. Okay. So where where's the devil in the details on this? And we need somebody from the police uh, I guess to so. set us straight, or maybe we'll get the sheriff on again. He seems to be the only one uh. that wants to come and talk to us. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't quite understand that at all. It's pretty bizarre. Okay. It's pretty bizarre. I, I, I look at the wink, wink, nod, nod stuff. Let's give out free needles to people so they don't get hepatitis or AIDS. Mm. But now we're acknowledging all these illegal drugs. They've got this war on drugs that's been going on for 50 years that seemed to be unwinnable. I saw the uh, national head in the Biden administration of the drug enforcement. She was talking about trying to go after the cartels in Mexico and the Chinese that are bringing in the fentanyl. We got all of this mix. And then in the meantime, you're, you're giving people a pass on using this stuff. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. But All right. There's my little editorial comment for Very this good. morning. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, good luck tomorrow on Thank your you. uh, big deal down well, at the uh, uh, Festival, the by, Festival the lake. by the Lake. Uh, looks like the weather will be nice, at least for part of the day tomorrow. Yeah, got some showers possible, so bring an umbrella. Well, if it's warm, if it's, it, isn't it, have you ever <laughs> stood, I st- sat one night out in front of the lake. Yeah. It was 80 degrees and it rained. Uh-huh. And it was so, the water was, the rain was warm. Mm-hmm. It was just a soothing deal. There you go. I didn't care. <laughs> we'll see what happens All tomorrow. right, well, we'll catch you on Monday and find out how it all went. <laughs> all right. right. How's that? Uh, we got uh, news on the way for you next at 9 o'clock from CBS, also from the Minnesota News right, Network. And then stick around because Rick Jordan will be back with the Friday Fishing Frenzy just after 9 o'clock here on KDAL.